said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. I'm not guilty. You're the one who's guilty. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This is big business. <laughs> If it come from me and hold, consider it Quran. If it come from any of those, consider it Haram. The minaret that jigger blew me on the stone where the rock was crafted so beautifully. Consider this a dime. From a hard place in the rock to the rock nation of Islam, I emerged on the wave that title made to drop bombs. I came to bang with the scholars and I bet you a Rothschild I get a bang for my dollar. The synagogue of Satan want me to hang by my collar, but all praise due to what lost upon the watch to Allah. I put on for my nation like I'm King T'Challa. Crushing the Ojibo that try to bring Mahala. You want it, I got it. Don't make me have to blast this rocket. Uh, J Electricity. The thing you need like a hole in this head is publicity. Though we shine like a Christmas tree. Verily, verily, I turn through life merrily. Giving all thanks to God for this universal therapy. Think of things I said that you hated then Empirical facts that can't be debated now Things you say today, I was saying then Tell us who your favorite now Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 160. Uh, we got C in the building, Gert in the building, Bad Lungs, a.k.a. Woozy Vegas in the building. Shouts to the homie Rico Key. Um, of course, make sure everybody listening uh, that you subscribed on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Apple, uh, Spotify. Make sure you hit that like, that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, check out our visual content on Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. And of course, make sure whenever you need those candles, whenever you need those smell goods or for the whip or wherever it is, your office, wherever, make sure you hit luxcollectionllc.com. Uh, so this week, um, we're definitely going to get into, <laughs> um, you know, the Kanye West mania, because I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's what's fresh and what's, what's happening, what's going on. But uh, before we even get to that, I did want to kind of double back to a topic that we had touched on on this podcast, um, however long ago. And that is uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, former quarterback of the Houston Texans, now quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Um, he's suspended for half of the year due to a lot of sexual misconduct allegations that he had um, against him. It was like something like 24 women that had came out and said um, that in a massage parlor situation that he did something sexually inappropriate. Um, however, 23 out of the 24 women that had those allegations, they settled. Um, there's still one more out there, but recently, uh, there was another woman that came forward and filed um, another, I guess, lawsuit with more allegations. And basically what the woman alleged is it said that um, Watson, uh, I'm going to read it. It says Watson removed what well, says during the massage, the therapist claimed Watson removed his towel 
and offered to let her get on top. Plaintiff refused to have sex with Watson. However, he was able to pressure her into oral sex. Then they said he offered to pay the therapist $300, which was more than the average rate um, that it would have been for her, which was $115 an hour. So um, I heard a couple of sports analysts speaking about this last week, um, one being Shannon Sharp. And his take on it was, it's unfortunate because at this point, it just seems like anybody can say anything. And at the end of the day, a lot of them seemingly just want the money, right? Um, and that's just based off of the evidence that we have. Like I mentioned, 24 women came out and said something, 23 of them settled in court, AKA received a payday. So now there's another woman that's coming out and alleging that he did something. And it seems, it seems and appears like it's like a monkey see monkey do type of situation where these women are just, you know, looking to get paid. Um, again, we've often discussed these type of situations. Gerda's taken a position a lot of times where it's like, okay, if you are a victim of set circumstances, at what point um, is it okay for you to not receive or, or, or to not complain about it, in other words? Like, no matter if it's 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or 10 days ago, if it happened to you and you weren't ready to say something in the first 15 days, but now 15 years later, you feel more comfortable in coming out, who's to say that they don't have the right to do so? So with this new information with Deshaun Watson, uh, see, I want to start with you and kind of get your perspective on what you think about the whole situation. Um, do you think it's a situation where women are just looking to get paid? Do you think that maybe there could be some merit to it? How do you feel about everything? Um, damn, I didn't want to go first, but here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, I don't know, because I, I it's a sticky situation, right? I mean, hearing, hearing all these stories about how, like, sometimes women come out, sometimes they don't, sometimes they uh, go after the fact and everything. I, I don't want to say I have the right to say um, you shouldn't come out afterwards or whatever, you know, you come out whenever you want to come out, but it does appear to be a money grab. Like, that's just what it is. Like, why would you come out afterwards when you could have got on that joint settlement with everybody else? Oh, and I'm sorry, just to, just to, um, uh, this, this allegedly happened in December of 2020. So I just want to put that. So it happened before or after everything else? That part, I'm not sure, because I don't know what the timeline is of everything else, but this uh, was allegedly December of 2020. Well, I don't know. All I got to say is, Deshaun, I mean, stop being nasty. Just go hire somebody. If you're giving out $300 blowjobs, I'm sure somebody will comply. Like, just stop. Just just go hire, you know, like, I mean, if that's their job, apparently they just want to massage you. Don't pressure nobody into giving you oral sex. Just go hire a stripper or somebody. I mean, not a stripper, a hooker, a prostitute, whoever. You can have that agreement. She could be a doctor. She could be whoever. She might just get down for $300. She might just be really freaky. Just go get one of them bitches. Stop forcing people to have sex with you. That's it. Steve, That's all. You telling him to go do what initially he did that he got in trouble for. Well, no, he got in trouble for forcing people to have sex with him. That's what he got in trouble for. I'm telling him to oh, offer. You said what? That's what they talking about. They talking about him offering. He leaned over, turned on the table, 
tried to have sex with her. She said no. Exactly. Then he had I'm telling him to go get somebody that yes. is consensual and that will say yes. There are plenty of women who will have sex for money. That's called a, I, they do jobs like that all the time. I'm not going to say most, but a lot of massage therapists, that's the business that they run. They don't want that. So apparently he went in with the wrong intention. He went into the wrong establishment. There are women who will have sex with you for money. Go with them because I just don't get why you so wait, forcing yourself on people. You don't have to do that. How many, if, if 23 came out saying no, how many you think say yes? not talking about them i'm talking about the people that said no and this is a person who said no this is a person who said he gave me three hundred dollars he forced his whatever down my throat and i gave him oral and that's just what happened so what i'm saying well no she said she said he wanted sex she said no but then she claims he pressured her yeah. into oral sex how you pressure so somebody to put something that's in what mouth? i that's that, why I that's what i don't understand that's what I don't understand. Cause then at that point we're talking about rape. We're, look, we're talking about we're talking about a, a form of rape versus yes. anything else. That's not that's not sexual misconduct. No, right? Because you know that that's like rape. It is rape. It's not like rape. It is rape because she didn't she didn't comply and she felt like she was forced or pressured to do a sex to perform a sexual act. And this is what all the women are saying. So this is what I'm saying to him. You are apparently Mr. Freaky time. Like every time you pull down your clothes, it's, it's nasty time to you. Go get somebody who is going to comply with those rules. Because you have your own set of rules for massages, for pulling down your pants. I just need you to go get somebody that's going to be with it. Not, I don't care what they do. I don't care about the massage parlor people that was down with it. Apparently these women were not. And he should have learned his lesson. That's disgusting. And there has to be some course of action for this because you can't just keep, you know, patting it on the wrist and just saying that it's the women, it's the women and it's not him. At some point in time, you have to like really get into it and really like decide what the punishment should be. Well, I only the only thing I want to get into is are these allegations factual or not? Because what we do know is we don't know what happened in those rooms right so we can only speculate or whatever but what we do know is there is there are women out there who look to take advantage of people and then in particular men try to get their money whatever the case may be they put themselves in position to then say i'm gonna i'm gonna do this with the intent on trying to get money out of this out of this person so we do know that those women exist i'm not saying it's all women but we do know for a fact that those women exist so we don't know for a fact that these 23 24 25 women that are talking about Deshaun watson are those type of women or not the only facts that we have is they came out and said hey he did something that i didn't like but well all right i'll take a little bit of money and then i'll shut up and i'll go away about it that's what we do know so it's hard to take a strong, in my opinion, it's hard to take a strong position in saying he gotta he gotta relax because we don't know if he's actually the one that's wrong. He I'm not absolving to relax if these stories keep coming out. That nigga gotta relax. If twenty five said no, how many do y'all think say yes? That's the real question here. I think it started with three niggas saying no, and then they said, "Well, fuck it, I got paid for saying." That, well, you got paid too, girl. I get what Gert, but I think Gert is saying. I know he's a little bit like saying, 24 why? no, there got to be 125 yeses. 
Right, because why would he feel so comfortable to continuously keep asking the same types of questions in these different types of situations, right? Is that that's that's what you're saying? Yes. You better call Robert Kraft, man, and go to them shits Robert Kraft be going to. (laughs) Ever since that one in Miami that got busted, that nigga switched his whole MO up. I ain't heard nothing. NDA's out the ass. Uh Go with Robert. Hey, they Sean, call Rob, man. Call call, call Uncle Rob, man. Get you right. You heard you know know all the I'm pretty sure they both operating in the NFL ones. They ain't going to the the uh the, the joints you see when you driving by, I'm pretty sure all of the NFL people is going to all of the same ones where it's a business that they're running. Problem is, is because they're running the business, they can fix the business however they want to fix the business. So where Robert Crab should make the headlines and then it gets swept under the rug, but. We could uh, keep throwing these shits at Deshaun Watson. If twenty, if twenty five of them had a problem, what do you think the real count of the ones that say yes and just took that little three hundred and said, "I'm gonna go about my business after this"? That's why he kept trying. Is what I was saying to you. See, he was getting more yeses than he was getting no's. I'm not saying that, but just don't do it with the people. That's all I'm saying. It's just he, well, he, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. It is hit or miss. So can't you just do it with the same woman? Or you got to no, get different the, women? It's marriage. What are you talking about? I'm not <laughs> saying, saying, just I'm saying if you're saying you that I'm women, no, because you use this. You said 100 women say yes. So out of those 100 women, by your ratio, because this is your math, we're using Gert's math. 100 to 25 said no. So out of those 100 that you had, those those plethora of women that were saying yes to you, why don't you just stick to the script with those women and pick and choose from them? Because that's They're married. Different. You're telling him to get married. I'm telling him to go with the people who not going to get on him. married. Listen, he's looking at it like different cities, different titties. I just want to different and different money being paid. That's that's just what it is. You taking that liability on yourself though, because you're being dumb at this point. You're gonna say, I'm gonna go try my hand over here or over there. No, nigga, you a target. And people gonna keep getting you because you keep thinking with your penis and you're not thinking with your brain. And that's the downfall of men all the time. The stupidity Duh. of thinking with your penis. See, duh. So why are we talking about it? If it's duh, the nigga just dumb. I'm done talking. That's why I was like, what are we talking about? The nigga just need to go have consensual sex with a hooker. I'm done with it. The nigga is just. That's what he was doing. No, he was not. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he was doing. She said she ain't do it. And they're going to believe her each time. The nigga's going to have to settle. It's done. Anyway. Uh, shit. That's well, funny. Uh, see, I did want to ask you, I want to ask you something else because uh, also, also, <laughs> no, nah, uh, also this past week, you saw a lot with female artists. Um, oh, shit. Like, like a bunch of, a bunch of caddy shit online. You, you got Lotto going back. <laughs> yes. You got, <laughs> you got Lotto and Nicki Minaj going back and forth online. Um, it, 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 With each other? Yeah. Nicki Minaj? Yeah. 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 Um, and I really don't know how it started. I, I, I heard some clips about, well, I heard a, a clip that 
Lotto posted of a conversation she had with Nicki Minaj. And in that clip, Lotto seemed to be trying to explain to Nicki that at one point in time, she was the only one that was winning. And now there are a lot of females that have more opportunities and females as a whole are women as it become as it pertains to uh rappers nikki didn't really seem so uh receptive to that message it seemed like she kind of wanted to project her own shit and kind of like bully and shut her shit down so <laughs> um see i don't know what you know about this situation i know you know a little bit so just kind of if i got it right what do you think about it what's your opinion about it like what the hell is going on? How about yeah, wait, that? They were face to face or online on going the back. Phone. So they were, they were face to face. They were on Twitter going back and forth. Nikki was subbing her, and it was a bunch of shit going on. And then they got on a phone conversation. And one then of they them. got a. And then they got a phone. Then they had a phone conversation. Who taped it? Lotto. Lotto, Lotto. taped it. Snitching. <laughs> she young though, so I mean. She wanted to have proof of what she was saying. And the reason, and, and just to, uh, I don't want to say shoot a bell, but just to keep everything in this, in this context, in her caption, she said the only reason why she did tape it and released it was because she understands the machine that she's fighting it up against. And like to C's point, she wanted to have proof that, you know, it's not what that what she's trying to make it seem. So, yeah, see? Um... I kind of just feel like, you know, everybody, when you're on top, I guess I kind of feel like Nikki feels like she she's on top because she is. She's been here for a very long time. She's, she's done things that she took female rap to another level, to a whole nother level. We can't take that away from her. Um, and a lot of people believe that she's done some messed up things to be where she's at. But I mean, that's the rules of the game. That's always going to be the rules of the game. You're not always going to live by the same moral code that you used to live by when you're trying to elevate yourself. Some people do, some people don't. So um, the, the way that it happened was because they took her song out of the Grammys um, rap category, Super Freak. She said, if Super Freak is out of the rap category, then Big Energy should be too, which is Lotto's song. Because go ahead. Well, why then? Because I don't understand that. Because it's, it's the a sample? same musical cadence. It's a sample, and hers is a sample as well. It's the same type of cadence or whatever, and she's rapping. That sounds like I, hate. I would it sounds like truth. It sounds like fact. Because I would have to agree. Lotto is sampling a pop record. Nikki is sampling MC Hammer, or whatever. So. That's Rick more James, rap James, sample than hurts. Rick James, but I thought it was MC Hammer Rick, too. Where is it? Rick, M no, MC Rick. Hammer sample Rick James. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry, there you thought, go. It's all of them. Yeah, yeah all the mix. But right, but but you. all right, but but here's my thing, right? The reason why I say it sounds like hate is because I you know that there's I, I know that there's well no, I know that there's politics in all of this, right? I know that there's politics in who gets nominated, who wins, so on and so forth. Um and it sounds like she feels like her song should have been nominated. But if the committee decided that her song shouldn't be nominated for whatever reason, whether it, it be was nominated, it just wasn't nominated for rap, the rap category. And she's saying like she's rapping on that song. It's just 
But this is I what I'm. But I, I I get that. But if the committee decided that this is not what they wanted to include, you only get what five five records. So if they decided they didn't want to include that one, I mean, what the fuck? Like, why are you so mad? Does the award mean that much to you at this point in stage in your career? I mean, no, how much more validation? It's not about that. She's trying to say that they're trying to whitewash whitewash rap, basically. Like they're trying to take her out of the category where she's been dominant throughout these past couple of years as being a female rapper and elevating it to different, to different like ebbs and flows and stuff. Like she's been a rap. She's she's always just rap, is what she's saying. And what you're trying to do is put, and I'm not trying to say like that, but you're trying to put Doja as a rapper. You know, you're trying to make female rap look like something other than where she's been dominant and where she has been rapping, whether it be on any type of beat or something else, she's been rapping. And well, what about what that said. song, that song, Super Bass? But she it was, was, she was, hold on, hold on, girl, hold on, girl. What about the song Super Bass, which was probably one of her biggest pop records ever or records in general ever, where she's still rapping, but it crossed over and it was more not really for our demo. Same. What about... He's saying that that's in the pop category. That's not in mm -hmm. He's saying- But she was rapping on that though. Okay, take that song out of it. She's saying when it's time to rap and all of mm -hmm. the accolades I got as a rapper were for me rapping. They didn't mm -hmm. put my pop shit with my yeah. rap shit. They separated my pop shit and my rap shit and I flourished in both arenas. So if y'all are gonna put her shit and the rap shit, then put my shit that was pop in the rap shit too and measure that shit with that shit. She's saying y'all exactly. measure my pop shit on the rap charts, but y'all mm -hmm. measure her pop shit on the rap charts. On the rap charts, yeah. exactly. You gotta, if you're you. gonna count her shit, put my shit in there with it too. That's yep. a valid argument. It is, it, her, her argument was valid. Now, when she started calling her a Karen and told her that she looked 35, that shit was crazy. All of that. But no, I see how, that. How you That's what I was like. She's being a bully. <laughs> but her argument, if she would have just stuck to her point, and her point was what you were saying, Gert, it was a valid argument, and I understood what she was saying. So I'm not going to take that or discredit her for that. And everybody keeps saying Nikki wants to be the only one. She wants to be the only one. It's not so much that I think, and and it's not so much that I think that she wants to be the only one. She kinda it's just that. Huh? If that argument is valid, she is the only one. But I don't, she's not the only one. You're saying, well, if, if, if well, you're saying her shit is the only shit that flourished on the rap charts, then yeah. If you're saying, like, if but it's not though. Well, at the level it did, she's at the top of the rap shit as the. What I'm. But that's because of longevity. Like a lot of people have to understand. And that's what Lotto use. Lotto use a lot of the girls are flourishing. And that's when Nikki was like, no, y'all not. Like y'all got your time now, but y'all not like really like y'all not where I am. It, it's but that's hate. That sound like that sound like no, hate. it's not. Well, the truth can't be hate. Exactly. Because that's you can't tell the truth. That's not hate. But what's no, truthful? Not. What's truthful about you? Don't think you don't think female rap is getting uh it's been no, extremely highlighted recently. She didn't say that. What she's saying is what y'all doing. Everybody did. Y'all haven't broken yeah. the. I, I'm. I did it, 
and y'all are comparing. No, y'all just flirting with this shit. Y'all compare what I did for right. for a twenty span career at my in my field, and I every time I come out, my thing is on Billboard's top one hundred. I'm going um number one for eight weeks. You cannot compare that shit to you just coming out in a year and you getting a a top one fifty hit or whatever whatever the hell they call it. You just getting that for a couple of weeks. Yeah. What she's saying is I'm hove on these shots. And y'all Trinidad James. It, it's been a bunch of y'all trying to get one and push off, but hey, y'all ain't really y'all ain't really here to stay. That's uh what y'all two was going back and forth. As he was saying with uh however you say it, Gorilla, Glorilla, he was saying, is she gonna be here this time next year? So her run can be whatever her run is, but if she ain't here this time next year. What kind of run was it really? But I was never I was never arguing that she would be here. So just to bring everybody up to speed, like he said, we were having a conversation and um uh his man L said that Glorilla is already done, she's finished. And I was saying, Well, I don't think she's done or finished because she's hot right now and she is being propped up as one of the ones that we should pay attention to. She's with one of the hottest labels, so on and so forth. And because she's hot right now, I'm saying she got a couple more in her. Now, yes, I I did agree that if we're measuring it by will she be here next year, I can't say definitively that she will. I'm not convinced definitively definitively that she will be here next year, but I wasn't arguing how long she's going to be around. I was saying right now, because I was responding to his statement of saying she's done. I was directly responding to that and saying, well, no, she's not done because they they propping her up. She just did a joint with Cardi. Like They're going to make sure that we pay attention to her for however long. Now, however long she stays is up to her. That was my point. But again, and to what you know, tying it all in. If, like, let's just say Lotto. If Lotto is not here this time next year, then what Nikki said was absolutely right. So it's not hate. If she's saying, yo, y'all all come, y'all get hot, and then y'all don't stick around. That's not hate. That's normally what happens is, you know, if you look at all of the artists that caught one and where are they now, it's way more than that. So when you're looking at, I mean, the people at the top looking down is like, oh, nah, you just talking child's play. You ain't, you don't know what it takes to really dominate, really move around in the system. It, 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 you could throw Draymond and Jordan Poole in it. It's like, yo, dog, you, it, it takes effort. It takes work to repeat, repeat, repeat. That ain't easy to do. And what y'all doing ain't that. So it's just the different approaches. I get it. Just to close it out, um, I feel like um, Lotto, and this is just personal opinion, I feel like Lotto was one of the ones that has the potential to be around for some time because she actually has real talent. She actually can rap. She has stage presence. Um, I've heard her in interviews, and I've heard how she respects the culture. She's kind of been you know, a student of it for a long time, and yes, she is young. But I think that her being one of the younger ones, she has what I would consider to be the full package. She's attractive. She can rap. Her stage presence is there. Her appearance, like everything is there. So um, I think that she will be here. She will be one of the ones 
that'll be here. And, and only time will tell. So we'll just have to let it play out to see. But um, I agree you meant everything you just said about Lotto. Word. I do. Um, cause I really do like her, but I mean, I gotta just say that you can't, you can't start, start talking shit after your first year of being on the job. Um, <laughs> you need to, uh, wait a couple years, at least have like five or 10 years in the game. And that's not to say that she wasn't in the game, but you, you can't talk shit to Nikki at this point. That's, that's crazy to me. And I'm not like a Nikki fan. Like I'm not like a Barb or something. Like I'm not saying that I'm not a fan because I do like her to some level, but I'm not like standing for her. I'm just saying the respect level of where she has taken female rap should always be acknowledged. Just like Kim should be acknowledged. Just like, you know, Foxy, Queen Latifah. She's up there with dumb people. MC Light, however, you want to split it or whatever. You cannot take that away from her. And I think Gorilla is like going to be like, I'm not saying that she's a fad, but she's a down south rapper. The down south needs a rapper. They had Mia X and the other one, who was that, Gangsta Boo? They had those people. So she's bringing back that different, you know, that different sound of music that people need. Were. Now, uh, Gert, you brought up, you brought up uh, the Draymond and uh, Jordan Poole situation. And I wanted to touch on that briefly because this past week, the Warriors gave out two big contracts. Now I went, I, I took the liberty of looking, and they whole starting five is making over a hundred million dollars a year. And Draymond's at 99. 99 is a hundred to me. But Jordan Poole just got a hundred and forty million dollar deal. Um, somebody else, I can't remember uh right now, but somebody else from the Warriors just got a super big contract. And I was talking to uh some of my people when they were saying that they think Draymond's gone. They think he's out of here. They think they're setting the stage for this to essentially be his final year. And if, you know, he don't quote unquote fall in line, act right, whatever the case may be, they believe Draymond to be on his way out. Uh, Wolves, I want to get your perspective on that. Um, do you think that they're setting the stage to get rid of Draymond? Do you think that his value has proved to be so valuable that they won't treat him that way? What's your take? I don't know. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. Because ain't Iguodala still over there? Or on the bench? Or like on some like old head type vibe? Something like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> old head type of vibe is mad funny. John Sally type shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I ain't mean to say it like that. My bad. my bad. My bad. You know what I, but you know what I mean when I say that. That's why. Part of me. You know what I mean? I ain't mean no disrespect. Respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, but I do know that, I mean, that boy just, he just an X factor and the stats don't show what he can, like what, what his presence, what his presence is. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't, me personally, I don't see them, but then again, it's a business at the end of the day. So if they, if they think they could move forward without him, they definitely will (laughs) with a handshake and a greet and a, severance package they definitely will move on you know what i'm saying they definitely will probably won't even get that they probably trade them somewhere and get all that bread back who knows but next year but you said this year so i don't i think there's some shit if it does happen about two three about three more years get get dream on the fuck about it you know what I'm saying? well shit if it's three more years that that'd be about time anyway 
You know what I'm saying? I, I would if I'm Draymond, I wouldn't be mad at that point. I done gave y'all niggas four rings. I done, you know, I done produced in ways to your point that you can't really measure only on the stat sheet. You know what I'm saying? Like my presence is valuable. So he's 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 forced his set his way into the Hall of Fame. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? So his legacy is already solidified. If he get another three years with the team that he's had all of the success with, that's a successful career. If I'm him, I wouldn't be taking that any type of way. Now to be to come to an end to come to an end after this one year, based on the fact of you know the footage got leaked, he he stole off on um on Jordan Poole, whatever, whatever. Now they gave him a big payday. Like if we take that premise and we frame it in a way that makes it appear as if the Warriors are positioning themselves to separate from Draymond because of that particular act, I look at that totally differently. But, Gert, what what, what was your take? You said he forced himself into the Hall of Fame. What you mean well, by that? Well, well, all right. Maybe that's not the right word, but what I'm, what I'm saying is the fact that he's had the success that he's had in his career, he has four NBA championships, he is – going to be in the Hall of Fame. Certain people, certain, yeah, yeah. You think so? 100%. I was going to really say, I don't think so. No, 100%. Don't you got to vote on that? Yo, He's Draymond in the Hall Green. of Fame. Draymond Green has top three IQs in the NBA today. He is not going nowhere from Golden State. It, it The niggas get punched in their face every fucking day in practice. Somewhere. Somewhere in the world is somebody getting punched in their face in practice right now. It's not, right now. It's that somebody leaked the footage. Steve Kerr came from the Chicago Bulls where he got punched in the face. Yeah. Everybody knows this is what happens. They know how it goes. It's not a bigger, it's not as big of a deal as people are making it. Everybody got paid because their contract, it was time for them to get paid. Draymond is still under contract. When it comes time for him to renew, uh, they, they're cashing out now because the money's available now. He's not going nowhere from Golden State, and anybody who thinks he is is out their mind. You can't replace that. And if they should fucking figure out how to uh, get rid of him, it's over for that dynasty. You can forget about that team winning any other championships. He is the nucleus of that that championship winning over there yes there are players better than him but nobody's a better fit in that system than he is unless you're going to replace him with lebron james or chris paul yo is this the gift and the curse of him being like slash media player you know yes. what i'm saying because he has to like well, i think i don't even think it was that i think uh somebody uh in the organization got a gripe with him personally and that's how that got leaked because i can't see anybody leaking that and being allowed back into practice where the footage came from i'm pretty sure they know who uh was taping they know who got the footage yada 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 and again anybody under draymond green i'm for sure can't put that tape out Anybody above them can. So if that tape, we got it, it means, you know, somebody had enough power that wanted us to see it. 
But even if the tape wasn't out there, it would have been a, like an alleged, yo, we heard you in pools. I mean, it would, that's what it's supposed to yeah, be. It would have been like that. And then him being slash media player on the go, he would have had to answer that anyway. Whether it just so happened we got the tape. Now it's like it's it's no it's no it's no dancing around it. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes it crazy yeah. is that we seen it, not what happened. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But I don't think it makes it crazy because the NBA has been very messy. It's off season or it's preseason. They've been letting a lot of shit slip through the cracks, more so than none. So I don't think that it was like I don't really think that's a coincidence. Like you said, I think that somebody does have a gripe with Draymond and they just wanted that footage to get out there. But I don't think that it's like unusual for that to come out based off of all the stuff that's been happening with the NBA that we shouldn't know about that we have been knowing about these past couple of weeks. You could start with the Boston coach and that incident, how we know what we don't need to know about that and how that was handled. So I just think that the NBA has been doing this for the past couple of weeks. Not shocked. See, it's a big difference between NBA shit and team shit. The Boston Celtics shit was team shit. The uh, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole shit is team shit. The NBA don't care about that. The NBA is not reprimanding them for that. You said the Boston what is team shit? Yeah, the Boston Celtics, that's team shit. Huh? I ain't say no. That's that's organizational shit that leaked it to the media. What you do on the floor in a game, that's in shit where you're looking at the shield of the NBA. All of this saying about- NBA shit because they all playing basketball. I mean, if you want to get into the terms of the technology of it, I mean, I guess you want to get technical or whatever. You can just say teams have been letting stuff out. Teams have been being messy. Then we'll say that. Yeah, that's personal, though. I'm just saying NBA because they all wearing the logo. But I'm saying (laughs) where we say it's crucial to separate the two, you know, when you look at Kyrie, he was being reprimanded by the NBA at one point. And then aside from the NBA, it was team shit, right? Like the NBA said um, the NBA was against him playing home games, but then the team didn't want him to play away games, too. So when you look at the the Boston Celtics shit, the team wanted that story to get out how it got out so that they could reprimand him how he wanted to. And even Draymond, I would say to some degree, the team wanted that video out. And that could be just negotiation tactics. Like you got to re-up within the next two years. Oh, let's put this out to the public so we don't drop it when it's time to renegotiate and we can make you take less money or we can you know, the threat of less money. But that wasn't making Draymond look bad in a light. It didn't make Draymond look bad to me. Yes, it did show unprofessional. It didn't to me because I felt like he he did not touch Jordan Poole. Yeah, he went up to his face, but Jordan Poole pushed him. See, so, he went up to his I don't face. think he was wrong. I don't think he was wrong at all. Well, I think the person, you could say whatever you want to say to me. The yeah. moment a person puts their hands on you is when they are all right, and I'm going to handle that. No, see, the moment you enter my personal space, I put my hands on you. Correct. But he should have, but he didn't win. That's the thing. You should no, have put what, your no, hands no, on No, 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 no. That doesn't, that, yeah. that's, 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 so yeah, that's that, why that I'm that saying made, it that didn't look bad on Draymond's perspective because well, Draymond not, came with the intention to fuck him up. 
He came over there to personally fuck him up. And this nigga decided to push him and just let it be that. No, once a nigga enters your personal space, yes, he should have attacked him. That's just what it is. I don't look at Draymond as being, all right, you're wrong or whatever. No, he went over there to go handle business. The nigga just didn't handle business. See, some niggas, some niggas want to talk and they don't want you to put their, your hands on them. Nah, you knew what it was when you signed up. You knew what it was when he came towards you like that. You can't right. keep... I, I don't understand that, but I just don't look at Draymond in a bad light because of that. Hey, yo, my That's father right. called them niggas face fighters. That nigga Jordan Poole was face fighting. <laughs> Draymond was really fighting. Jordan Poole was face fighting. I just, what? I can't. I don't look at him bad. Well, you, you just mentioned fighting. You made me think of Deontay Wilder. He just fought over the week and knocked my man out in the first round. Um, I know that he, I saw a clip of his saying that, what's my man's name that he lost two, three times? Tyson Fury. He said, as long right. as name Tyson Fury out there, I'm winning. <laughs> um, he, he basically <laughs> insinuated, he basically insinuated that Tyson Fury was cheating. He said, "Yeah, he did, didn't he?" He he, he <laughs> said, "You really he said that, that he said that people know that you know he was taking some 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 meds or whatever, or he he had stuff in his gloves, or you know he was talking around it, but he was insinuating that Tyson Fury was cheating." Um, I don't want to hear anything he has to say. I was about to say, do y'all believe neck. it? I'm so happy I didn't watch that fight. Let it go, let it go. Yeah. Like, you lost. It's okay. Everybody loses a fight or two, but you he licked your neck, my nigga. I will never <laughs> hear anything you have to say after that. It's disgusting. It's nasty. I didn't watch it either. Um but... uh Andre Durrell and Caleb Plant. Uh, uh Caleb Plant knocked out Andre Durrell, I think right before that too. I seen I didn't see neither one of the fights, but uh Caleb Plant is nice, and Andre Durrell was nice going into that fight. <laughs> um, so now, real quick, so uh, I think I want to introduce this like this. So there was an episode of LeBron's show, The Shop. That episode was supposed to air with Jeezy, with Salehi, with Kanye West, um, and some other people. They being the production company that LeBron owns decided to shelf the episode and not put it out because allegedly there was rhetoric spewed by Kanye that they felt was going to be um, received as anti-Semitic or whatever. Um, I guess maybe they got into some heated exchanges, whatever the case may be, but they shelved it because they didn't want to give Ye a voice or a platform. Ye did an interview with Tucker Carlson of Fox News a week or so ago that came out. He said a few things that um, were, quote unquote, anti-Semitic, um, and people got on him about that. Most recently, he did an interview <coughs> with, bless you, with uh, Nori and EFN at Dream Champs, and he they basically gave him the platform to speak freely and, you know, come as he is, right? Um I watched the interview, and the thing about Kanye, Joe Rogan said this. Joe Rogan said, you can tell that 
his brain is firing off on so many cylinders at one time that a person like that, you have to allow them long form conversation to get around to the point. Ye has a way of, if you ask him a direct yes or no question, he'll take seven and a half minutes to explain himself, go up and down around on his roller coaster journey, all to come back, circle back on answering the question in his own way. Sometimes you're completely lost. You don't know exactly where we are by the end of him talking. And sometimes it's like, damn, I right, you took the scenic route, but I I, I kind of get it when you put it like that. Um, Nori, they're receiving a lot of backlash for the interview because Ye made some comments saying that George Floyd, via a documentary that Candace Owens did, he said George Floyd didn't die from the cop being on his neck for that long. It was fentanyl that the, the cops gave him. And he said it's highlighted on the documentary. I didn't see the documentary. I don't know, but we all saw the George Floyd footage. And to us, it looked like my man's neck, uh, knee was on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I'm saying all of these things to say, we know who Ye is at this point, right? Um, one of the points that he made was the Jewish media is and are bullies. They control everything. And he's standing up against that because nobody should be in a position to silence free speech in that way. Um, nah, just, uh, I know we jumped off the boxing shit, but I want to shout out Clarissa Shields uh, being uh, the woke. Uh, she uh, went to the UK and won in devastating fashion. So that was uh, big for her. All right, see, give it to us. <laughs> what, 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 what do you? I'm gonna just say it like this. What do you think? <laughs> that crown is heavy on my head right now. <laughs> Got to try to give a a clean one, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well y'all gonna make me defend Kanye um I do not believe that you should silence him I heard on the uh breakfast club earlier today that uh Charlamagne was like why would you even give him a platform he's allowed to have a platform whether we agree with his rhetoric or not we should have someone there to combat him with facts you should not just have somebody there to say you can't talk no, he could talk. He could say whatever he wants to say because they say whatever they want to say about Black people. And nobody is getting shut down. This is the same argument that we always have. The George Floyd stuff was messed up. He, Nori did say that he stopped him, but it was later on in the interview where he was inebriated. But you should, and, and I understand what Nori is saying because he said this is not political champs. This is not fact champs or whatever. Like he doesn't, He's not going to sit there and argue with him because just like Lou said, you don't know what facts this man is spewing at you. At It's like rapid fire. You don't know what he's going to say. And in the moment, you're just listening to him talk. But at the same time, there should be someone there who can combat him and who could say, hold on, let's slow it down. What you're saying is not correct because we have footage. We have evidence. We've seen it with our own eyes. And the, um, the rhetoric that he spews it's not helpful for anybody. And I've been stopped listening to Kanye. When he said that stuff about um, slavery wasn't real, you know, I, I stopped listening to Kanye a long, long time ago, and I have been living a great life. But 
at the end of the day, you have to understand that some people, like Gert said, Black people are forgiving and they're going to keep listening to him every time he speaks. So when he does go on these platforms and he is allowed to speak, he's giving them views and he's bringing attention to their, you know, their uh, podcast or their show or whatever, because he is still very influential to some people. And polarizing. Exactly. But you have to understand with that comes a lot and a lot of um, people who are not going to like what you're saying. I don't, I, I think silencing him is also similar to not saying that he's spitting the same rhetoric, not, not by far. And I wouldn't even put him in that same category as him, but it's similar to what they did to the minister like not allowing him to speak. And I'm not saying that Kanye is as profound in everything as he is. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you are silencing someone and I don't believe in not allowing somebody the chance and the opportunity to speak. Even Donald Trump, when he used to speak, I don't believe in that. I do, however, believe that if you are owning your own platform and you control a platform and you don't want that speech on there and you think it's hate speech or whatever, you can take them off of that as well. And I do believe, just like when we were talking about that Jeffrey Dahmer thing, don't watch it. I don't watch anything that Kanye puts out. So it doesn't affect me and I don't get mad and I'm not upset and I don't react to it because I just don't feed into it. And we have the option to disconnect, but us as people are so like used to connecting and, and looking at the shade room clips or the baller look clips and, and getting upset with it. But he's allowed to speak. He should be allowed to speak. He's a person. Yeah. Um, so then are you taking the position of protecting free speech? Do you consider that free speech or do you consider it hate speech? Or do you even believe in a such thing as hate speech? Like what's your take on, on that? I believe that black people have had hate speech. Like people have spoke about black people in so many different ways that they have not been villainized or taken out for platforms or anything at all. I believe when he said that slavery was a choice, people should have stopped listening to his ass. And when he was walking around with MAGA hats and all that other stuff, but people still continue to do interviews with him and people still continue to hear him speak and wanted to hear what he say and wanted to wear his sneakers and wanted to wear his clothes. So he's going to keep pressing the envelope. And as long as there are some supporters that are going to listen and that are going to be there, he's going to be able to speak to the masses. So I'm not saying that what he's saying is more, more so I would say that what he's saying is things that others have been saying for years. And it's just, it's effed up that it's a black man, you know, saying this stuff. But they don't care. The white the white media only cares when you say things that trigger their situation. So then they call it hate speech. But I'm a firm believer of sometimes free speech can be hate speech. But I don't think that you should silence him saying whatever he has to say. He's hip hop. I believe that he should be able to go on a hip hop platform like Nori and say what you have to say. But I also believe that somebody should have been there to combat him to say, that's not what happened with George Floyd. They're making it more so about the anti-Semitic statements than what he said about the Black community, which he has been spewing for the past couple of years. He's been saying some derogatory things about the Black community. What he did say, another thing he did say is, um, he said he's not backing off of his position 
um, as it pertains to Jewish people. But what he said, he said what he feels is he's jealous of the Jewish community because he's jealous of the fact that um, they don't abort their babies the way that, you know, black people do. He's jealous of the fact that they come together and control just about everything, especially in the entertainment industry. He's jealous about the 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 togetherness and the camaraderie and how by them sticking together, they have so much power. He's jealous that- He's a liar. Yeah. Because if you were jealous like that, mm -hmm. you would take your money out of JP Morgan Chase and put it in a black bank. You're not jealous like that. You're a liar because you combat everything with the, I'm jealous of this person or I'm jealous of that, that, that organization or whatever. You deliberately denounced your blackness. Like you, you always do that. And then to say something about George Floyd or whatever, and he uh, donated money to his daughter's college fund. He gave um, Ahmaud Arbery's, uh, he gave their family money. And he also gave Breonna Taylor's family money. And then he went on drink champs and started talking crazy. I just don't, I don't believe him. He's a liar. And what Nori said was the reason why um, he allowed it to go is because it was at the very beginning of the episode and he said that Ye said, yo, if y'all like stop me now or, you know, cut it out, then he was going to leave. And he didn't want a Birdman moment on the Breakfast Club where he only had a five minute interview. So he tried to allow him to speak and get around to it. And then by the time he checked him, he was too drunk and it just didn't come across the way that he would have wanted it to come across. I believe that. I, yeah, that that part. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I, I don't, don't blame know. Nori, though. I don't blame Nori because he knew what he was doing by going on Nori and talking like that. I don't blame Nori because Nori is not going to, not saying it like that, not saying it like Nori is not like smart or whatever, but Nori is not going to be like, no, I can tell you this and I can tell you that he's not going to go back and forth with him because he wants the ratings for his platform. So and speaking of ratings, it's almost at two million views in 24 hours. So, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> watched it and continue to watch it, even after all of the shave room and baller alert clips come out on Instagram about all of the things that he's saying that people are outraged about. People are still watching it. So there's that. But Gert, what's what's your take? Do you think it's free speech? Do you think it's hate speech? Do you think he should be allowed to speak and say whatever he wants? What's your take on the overall? I'm always going to side for free speech. I believe he could say what he want when he want. But what I was just about to say is he can't say he jealous of the Jewish community how they stick together while being divisive, right? Like at, at the shit he was saying, he has to have some type of understanding that uh, him speaking about George Floyd and all of the other things he said is divisive for black people. So you can't say, you know, if, which way do you want it? You want to be the only one that get to be divisive is what you're saying. But I just think he, it, the shit is calculated. He knows what he's doing and he, he's gearing up to run for president, uh, 2024. As far as Nori doing the interview, he could do what he want. Like, I seen a clip of Charlemagne. Uh, it would look like with Charlemagne telling Nori he shouldn't have did the interview in so many words, and it's like, who the who the fuck are you? I, I, I just 
don't know. And my I didn't like that either. I didn't like that at all because it was like you're feeding into the narrative of cancel culture. And he would have been the same You don't get to do it. I do it. I go to Wyoming and do the interviews, nigga. You stick with your drink right. drinky, hippie, hoppity shit, nigga. That's basically what he was saying. You stay over there, man. You interview motherfucking uh, Grandmaster Kaz and niggas like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go interview uh, <laughs> Kanye West. Man. Fuck wrong with you, man. That was my interview, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's uh, getting tired of Kanye, though. I've been tired, and I've been gave up, and I think that's everybody's option. You don't have to go there. You don't even have to click on it, because I don't. I just fly right past it. But when I was um, listening to The Breakfast Club, that's when I heard what they were talking about, because I do listen to them. So that's the only reason why I even have, you know, something to say about this. But I do not believe, like you said, Gert, I believe that you should have free speech, but he's been talking bad about blacks for a very long time and he hasn't been canceled. You know why? We need a word like anti-Semitic for when you say something about black people. It is, it's anti-black, but they don't care about that. Nah, I gotta be cool, like cool, like Semitic. Throw <laughs> 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 people like that. Niggas that don't even know what that word mean. It's like, nigga, anti-Semitic? <laughs> Yo, Jers, you seen the whole shit, right? How many times did Nori said, let me play devil's advocate? I don't actually remember him saying that. That's problem. That'd be my problem with Kanye up there. Because every time somebody else up there, that nigga, let me play devil's advocate for a minute. But when Kanye up there, that nigga just go off. They don't say nothing. He just laugh. So you want some good shade? Just keep talking. Now the only thing, the only thing that the, the, the position that Nori was taking was he was saying, "Yo, um, he was like, but why can't? Because at certain points when Kanye explained himself, it made more sense. And he was like, well, why can't you say it like that? He was like, we love. He was like, if we love everybody, like I don't think it's everybody. He was like, maybe it's just a few people. He was like, but we love Jewish people. Like why? Why we got to say this about Jewish people as a whole? So that was his form of pushback. Um, DJ EFN, he gave him pushback when it pertained to getting the actual clear-cut answer. He asked him about, if you were president, how would you stop or prevent World War III? And Ye went all the way around the world, and you know he, he wasn't clear. And he was like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking you. What I'm asking you is, if you were in position, how would you stop it? And Ye went all the way around the world. He was like, no, I think this is important. Like, so DJ EFN was trying to, you know, in that instance, hold his feet to the fire to get a clear, concise response to no, to no avail. But, but you know, we-, we dancing around. Kanye will talk circles around them two niggas. All the time. They you equipped. a tap dance. That, right. They're not equipped to have a level. Gregory, hi. A, a conversation <laughs> on that level. When he get into politics or any of that type of shit, respectful, respectfully to them niggas, but the mere fact that they drink yes. and smoke is not conducive to getting good shit out of that uh, conversation. So, all the spade of spade. They can't fucking rebuttal anything he's saying. That's why he picked them to go to. Exactly. That it was strategic. And my thing is you can't even win against Gap or Adidas. What makes you think that you about to win the presidency? Sit the hell down. Like you can't 
you're you're not winning in these aspects. And that's what I want to know. Like people who wear his clothes, who wear his sneakers, are y'all still going to support him in that way? His music, you know, like, are you still going to support this man who is clearly not for the people? When it comes to fashion, them niggas don't give a fuck. Them niggas don't give a fuck when it comes to fashion, certain people. Like, there's still motherfuckers wearing shit that they really denounced the black culture. Like, I don't fuck with y'all. Let y'all know I don't fuck with y'all. They still wearing that shit, so. Yeah, like Tommy Hilfiger or even Tim's. Fuck it. We don't even got to do that. We go to Tim. Timberland. Sp- exclusively said he don't want black people wearing his shit. It's not for us. Niggas still wearing Tim's, so, you know. Damn, New York. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy. But uh moving on from that, I also wanted to speak on um kind of doubling back to like the, the, the whole lawsuit conversation. Uh wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, Devontae Adams. He was in a I think it was a Monday night game. Um they lost he was frustrated towards the end of the game. And as he was walking off of the field, there was a camera guy just kind of crossing paths and <laughs> walked right in front of him and he pushed the shit out of him and he fell. Everybody saw it. It was live. That guy has now come out um, and filed the lawsuit. He said, you know, everything hurt this, that, and the third. Um, and the Kansas city paper, they wrote, uh, a, a little like you know news clipping or whatever basically saying that he should be he should experience uh a multiple game suspension and a very significant fine now wolves you being a raider fan i know you know the rivalry between y'all and kansas city um so my first part of the question is do you think that the sauce that kansas city media put on it you think that's um kind of indicative of the rivalry or do you think that they actually have a point in what they're saying in terms of what the punishment should be for what Devontae Adams did after the game. Yeah, that's why Kanye West is blacking on you. You know this is because of the robbery. If that was Kelsey, niggas would be like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think a fine is good enough or whatever. Like, it's because of the robbery and because it's the Raiders. It's just something to write about. And it's because my man is like Devontae Adams' his first year there. He's supposed to be like, well, he is, like, one of those few players in the NFL that got the clean-cut image. You know what I mean? You really don't hear too much negative, even other players and other players in the league talking negative about Devontae. So the fact that this is his first year, first five games, <laughs> that nigga already ready to toss the cameraman around. This motherfucker like, God damn. Like, this is what it is playing in Vegas, huh? But, nah, I think, I think you know what I mean? He, he get that money up. That should be good stuff. I don't think he should get it. Because it wasn't like he motherfucking threw two jabs and monkey dunked the nigga. It just was like, you in my way. I'm about to go to the locker room. You trying to get the the money shot of the lost look. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> yeah, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. Nigga, like, like, how close you got to be, nigga, to get the helmet. Like, <laughs> like, it's not like you about to get my full facial expression with this with all this shit I got on. So, you know that picture was going to be the picture of him looking down and be like, Tough loss, one of those type. I mean, you know that was gonna be the <laughs> thing, so yeah, that was just frustration, man. 
I'll be, I'll be. Right. And, 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 you know, I mean, you can't excuse it. I mean, it is simple assault. He did, it was wrong. He shouldn't have did it. And whatever punishment, be it a fine or whatever, I, I think that that is warranted. But, you know, when you start talking about prolonging the punishment and all of that, I don't think it was so egregious that it deserves that type of punishment. But, Gert, what do you think? You see it different? The Devontae Adams shit, where he pushed on, uh, it's not newsworthy. He, he pay that fine and keep it pushing. Uh, we don't need the shit happens, man. Pay that fine, make it right, and let's move on. You know, some might just want a conversation, exclusive, whatever you got to do to make that right. I'm not worried about that. You go fix that and come back and play. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I don't think it was that deep. He'll pay us fine. He already said sorry, and, you know, we can move on. Um, now, speaking, just keeping it, you know, sports before we get out of here, like, um, with Dallas, right, are you sold on the team based on what you've seen in the first Six weeks, obviously, Dak went down. Um, four out of five games he won. Just recently lost to the Eagles, which is still the only undefeated team in the league. Um, Cooper Rush definitely did as much as he could, but he ain't ready. He's not, you know, a starting quarterback, so he's not he's not that guy. Um, based on what you've seen from the team, do you think that Dallas is a legit team in the NFL, or you think it was a lot of early luck and – We'll see, like, kind of the down slot. Nigga, that defense. We need it. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Nah, I'm sold on that defense. Word up. I like, I like y'all defense, especially y'all, 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 D, y'all DE, y'all defensive ends. Michael, Michael Parsons is a problem. Man. Nah, he, he's, nah, he's the real he's deal. Real Michael yeah. Parsons is the real he's deal. Next up. Word up. Um, yeah, as far as the offense, I mean, y'all offense is. I mean, y'all ain't got y'all, y'all ain't got y'all main, y'all main, y'all main ingredient for the offense. So the fact that y'all where y'all at right now, that's good. That's that's all you can ask for. The second string to do is to get you to a, a decent point to where when you come back, you got a good cushion. This would have been mad harder for Dak to come back to like a one and four. One, and, you know what I mean, he coming back whenever he come back, he got a. Above five hundred team, he coming back home to. So, y'all in good, y'all in good, y'all in, y'all in good, in a good, good, good place right now. Let's see what next week. Next week could really call it. This was more rivalry slash, you know, that conference thing y'all got going on. So that's always hit or miss for this week. But I think overall, where the Dallas is at, y'all in a good spot. That defense is a problem. Gert, what you think? We needed to beat Philly to make me a believer. I'm not so um, – we always do just enough to um, raise hope for the big letdown. No, no um, Dak, though, girl. Keep in mind, no Dak. <laughs> Dak is one man, though. But they um... – didn't they? We got beat offensively by Philadelphia. We didn't get beat defensively. Yeah, um, but 
No, nah, we well, we got beat defensively because we gave up the most points all year. Yeah, nigga threw an intel first first. He threw three. Yeah, yeah he did. But the first, oh, first like, go. Like it wasn't even first down. God damn. <laughs> 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 they did third down, fourth down, three sessions, nothing. Like soon we got the motherfucker kickoff that they threw an intel. And if we really gonna be honest, Dak ain't that much better than Cooper Rush. Dak ain't that guy, but he is better than Cooper Rush, and I do think that he would have given us a better chance in that game. I think he would have, too, underneath that pressure. Those lights, those Philly lights, got Cooper sweating. Like, that <laughs> shit was not good for him. I seen him underneath that helmet. He was like, what should I do? What should I do? That nigga, that was, nigga, that nigga was Pooper Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he heard that dream of, Dreams and Nightmares intro. That got that nigga. It was under that light looking like a kill breast and Kennedy Fry got there. <laughs> you don't even know what a kill breast is, do you, Dirk? I don't know. They still sell them shit around the way. You're going to get a kill. It's a piece of meat. Yeah, that's what Rush looking like. I don't, I don't look at that shit that way, though, though. I think I look at different shit when I be looking at the game, but I, I look at how Cooper Rush manages the game. And I just want my quarterback to manage the game. He does a good job at that. Um, yes, it's not as many big plays, but you don't need big plays if little plays work. And when I say we got beat, uh, we didn't stop Philadelphia's offense. Their offense looked like their normal offense. So to put that much stock in our defense, yes, it's a rivalry game. And anybody could have won. We'll probably beat them the next one. But I look but at we will. Huh? I said we will. I kind of think Dak was kind of hoping that Cooper lost this one because it, it puts him in a position to where as though we're saying we don't have our starter. That gives us a chance because to be you're saying that they play the same. I think Dak has a higher quarterback IQ than Cooper. So I don't Definitely. think they play the same. With more, with more experience, so. Exactly. I think he knows how to get it in and out of there. I, not to say that Cooper was a bad replacement. Like we said, we're coming back and it's like we're not coming back last in our division. We're still coming back and we're holding our own. But when Dak gets back, I do believe that when we play the cow, I'm mean, not the cow, I'm sorry. When we do play Philadelphia again, we're going to win. We've seen Dak against Tampa Bay, right? But that was Tampa Bay, though. Tampa Bay is not that good. Yeah, let's be clear. Philly defense is a, just as much praise as I give the Dallas defense. They defense is yeah. serious, too. Like, and that's what yeah, but I don't like them. That defense, like, I look at the name. And <laughs> nah, I'm, not, I'm not looking at the name. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, some some easy throws, some easy throws that, that, that Coop missed. That, and, and, and you can say this about any game, any quarterback, whatever, but I'm just saying – to me, watching the game, just taking me, taking it out of me being a fan, just watching the game, I'm looking and I'm saying, damn, like, he's he's not ready. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he, he's not ready for this moment right here. He's not done a good job, and I'm and I'm thankful for the job that he has done. Like he's he's over exceeded the expectation of what it is that he you can tell by what he did by throwing those three interceptions. By that Y'all are telling me Dak Dak's play was that much better than the performance you seen from Cooper Rush? Like not that- in, not 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 this year. No, I'm talking about him as a quarterback overall, and I'm saying that I believe his skill set is better. And it's not and fair I'm- to 
to judge him over one game that we've seen that play. That's not fair. Can, he didn't can, even play the whole Can game. we agree he that uh, Dak is more mobile than Russ or just about the same mobility? mobility. Well, Dak, Dak got scared. Dak got scared after his injury. So he he's not as mobile as he was before he got injured. Before that, then I would say absolutely. Um, but Cooper's See that little hip motion. That got a little hip motion to him. If quarterback doesn't have to be mobile to be successful, that's no, not that, that's not the question, Gert. No, no, we're not we're not doing this. That's not the question. He asked, "Do you believe is if he's more mobile than Cooper?" That was the question. Dak is more mobile than Cooper. Dak is more mobile than Tom Brady. You see what happened to them. What I'm saying is you don't have to be mobile to be a quarterback. You just got to make the right plays and throw the ball to who needs the ball. I think I think and in this, in this, in this league right now, I think, I think all the mobile QBs are winning. I don't think um it's not it's not by mistake or like by the sheer luck of the draw that all the mobile QBs are doing their thing versus the ones that sit in the pocket. Besides Josh, oh nah, he mobile. Josh Allen mobile, big boy. Yeah, you know what I mean, I can't yeah, call Josh him Allen, the truth. Yeah. Too. I got some money on that. Josh Allen, throw that boy. It, I just, I don't see it though. I mean, we will see. I, you know, it's, it's six weeks in. We got what 10, 11 more weeks of the regular season. Uh, so we will see. We're four and two right now. It's not a bad seat to be sitting in, although we are in the toughest division in football. So it's just going to take. Um, some wins and and honestly, our schedule in the next few weeks look favorable to us. I like our chances in the next two, three weeks, you know, to come out on top. So as long as we keep winning, um, our division record is good. We two and one in the division. Uh, so you know what I'm saying? We we in a decent spot. We're in a decent spot. So we will see. Uh real quick, did any of y'all see or are y'all up to date on raising Canaan? Yeah. Wolves. Yes, sir. Were um I finally caught up over the weekend and uh it started getting a little wild for me. Like, yo, what the fuck? Spoiler alert. Um, but like, what are they doing? This storyline is getting a little messy and a little like a little crazy to me. Is it just me or y'all see the same thing? Nah, I fucks with it. They setting it up. Me I too. Messy like that. Yeah, what you mean? Like the, the love triangle trick? Yeah, what you trying to say? Yeah, what, what episode you saw, nigga? That's the shit I saw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you talking about? You might not be caught up, nigga. <laughs> nah, I've seen it. I like it. I like it, but... It, it it definitely was getting a little like a little messy to me. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely getting a little messy. Who Fucking went with the mess, beloved. All right, now y'all gonna put me on the spot. Look, really? I just remember that's how I felt when I watched it. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't but have. I'm just saying, you I can't throw it out there and be like, yeah. Well, I, I was, I was hope, I was hoping I had somebody to agree with me, so I wouldn't have to explain myself. But now y'all put uh, me on the spot. I don't remember no more. Fuck it. Sound like Shaw Valley. <laughs> Thorough, nigga. I seen a lot of motherfucking guns and drugs, guns and butter. Shit, I saw out there. 
<laughs> long leathers. I, I thought um, gold chain. Yeah, I thought my leathers. man was dead. I yo, I knew they, I knew they was gonna kill Shorty though. I, I, I saw that shit setting up. Like I knew she was going to die. Yeah. I knew she was yeah. going to die. Um, here's and- a story about Renee. <laughs> <laughs> the only one, the only storyline I didn't, I'm like, all right, now these niggas just trying to, they trying to just make make shit up. Like Marvin went and gave that fiend that money and somebody, you got to get out of town, my brother. I'm trying to do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, nah, that that never would happen. That's the mess. That's the mess. There it is. Boom. I mean, nah, that okay, was just so trying. They was just trying thing, to show right? the. I know. I'm, t- I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. I, I get it because he he's. I thought the nigga was going to spice his like little crack up when he's handed him the crack rounds. I thought he was going to put a little step on shit on there, like step on there. He was supposed times. to. He was supposed to. He was supposed to get him out of there, yo. But like, no, he did. But I thought that he was. But the thing about it is, he gave him that money, and the nigga got off the bus. So I'm thinking. <laughs> this is my thought. The nigga is gonna overdose because the nigga is gonna have crack for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because he has so much money. Yeah, he already nah. got the money from the police officer. Nah. He's gonna overdose. He he's, is. He's, I don't think so. I think the nigga I gonna so. tell. Right, that's a, I don't that's think a so. veteran crack era. He know how much just to stay afloat. Word up. <laughs> get through the week. He good. He good yeah, for he, the next. He, good. he good for the next six yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. He'll get through the week type nigga. Like him. Get through get through ten bows. Get through the week. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, he said, Dad, you made me an old five can't refuse. Can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. This is the best one. I like you, it. Um, I like it. But can I ask y'all a question? Because I was listening to um, Joe Button the other day, and he was like, they, they named the best, um, you know, the top, I guess, drug dealer shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what they called it, but they had power up there. And they were disputing <laughs> whether power was the best one. And I'm not going to say that power was like so great because they started getting outlandish. But the fact that power set up so many shows makes it the best one to me or one of the best. Yeah. One of. Pretty cool you did that like I was, that. Yeah, I was, you can make an argument just because of that alone, but I don't know if it's the best one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't put it number one, best. but it's it's one of for sure. It's but one I of. would say that it's one of the best ones because of all of the other shows that sprung from that one show. Because yeah. you have so many trees and so many different ways that you can go, you cannot deny that it's not solidified within the culture. Now, even where, though it started getting away. Well played, where do y'all think, well, well played, Siante. Well played. <laughs> where do y'all <laughs> think? Um, where do y'all think the Power <laughs> series is going to? Where y'all think the Power C, uh, Power C, <laughs> the Power Series is gonna go to next in terms of a network? Because he said he got it off the network. So where y'all think he gonna go? They're gonna re up and stay there. I don't think he's going anywhere. See, I don't think, he I don't think he's going anywhere either. I agree with Gert because at the end of the day. I don't think that they're going to let him go anywhere. They're going to give him probably what he asked for. An offer he can't refuse? An offer he can't refuse, but plus it's sloppy. I think now he's probably going to have more control than he did, though. Uh, Wolves, what you think? I think he out because he already shaking and moving mad different places already. So he might go to like... But see, the problem is with that kind of structure that he started off with already is only but 
a few landing spots he can go to, in my opinion. Unless yeah. he's gonna go like to the to the to you know to the subscription based platform, which I don't think you want to do that. I think he wants to keep it yeah. on. I don't see him going. I don't see him going to Apple TV. Although that would be big, though. That would be the move. If I were him, I would do Apple TV. I would go Apple. But the thing about it is, it's just like, I think where he goes, he wants to have, even though he did have a partnership here, I think he wants to have more control because just like he said, which show, you know, like Game of Thrones don't, you don't see like episodes in Game of Thrones before they come out. Like they was doing a lot of BS to him. Whereas though they was putting his shows out, like you would see it on YouTube before it happened. And yeah. the thing that I don't like about stars is, is that they take a week off or like two weeks off or whatever. Just play the damn show. Stop prolonging my <laughs> Yeah, word. In a minute, I'm going to not subscribe and still watch your show. So <laughs> Yeah, word. That's a fact. And they, and they don't be telling us when they taking off. I'm here no. 12 o'clock, ready to get active. And, and you got nothing. I got a nice little snack and a drink and I'm all... <laughs> I'm let down. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's set the stage for them to throw the off, throw the throw a crazy offer. It's just a matter of if if he has other avenues to go to that's either close to the offer or a better opportunity, like more more hands on wise. I don't know, but I don't think he would have said. I don't think he would have talked all that shit like that just to stay there though. I don't think that's just well he has he has kind of done that every year when it's negotiation time and then they get it right or they they come to some sort of agreement. So it could be merit to really both what both of y'all are saying, yeah. both perspectives. Um but like I said, if I were him and I were to go somewhere, I definitely would go Apple. Uh, cause we know the money is there, so that's not the issue. As far as creative control, I don't know how that relationship will work. Nah. But um, the same way people subscribe to stars for whatever period of time, they'll do the same thing for Apple if it means that that's where all of the shows is going to be at. So I think that that's a Showtime, HBO, Epics, Showtime probably makes the most sense traditionally speaking. I like Epics too. I, I do think like Epics would throw their hat in the ring just because the only thing they got over there for us is the Godfather Hall. And they've been whipping, right. whipping that bat for a minute exactly. now. I'm waiting for that to come back too. But when you go with the bigger corporations, I think that you get less creative control depending on your leverage. Depending um, on your leverage. I just think he has a lot of it though. I think he has a lot of it I because he's too. bringing a lot to the game, but at the end of the day, you're still a nigga, you still like nigga. You still fifty cent, exactly. <laughs> you still fifty cent. You still getting your feet wet. Yeah, your show was successful, but nigga, if you go to HBO, we got the wire, nigga. We we've been there, we've done that. You ain't topping that. Yeah, like, I don't see him at a. I don't see him at HBO breaking bad or whatever. You know, like I mean, but if you go to certain places, they're going to have. They're already going to have what you have. They're I like I like epics. I, I like I forgot about epics. Exactly. I, I, I like epics. That's why I like that you know. better for him because it's just like stars was. It's a startup, but you've already not a startup, but it's not as established as mm -hmm. the other avenues. Yeah. And you're bringing yeah. a different demographic to them. Word. In I the same line as Godfather and Harlem, but different because you have longevity in the game. I can see it. Yeah. Beautiful thing um, is all options are open. All options are not a, you know, what I mean, not bad, not a bad pick. No matter right. what he wants, 
right right were um so um is there anything else uh before we get out of here oh speaking on shows just we on show it's a dope show only like four or five episodes in i usually don't crown shows that early but this show fire it's called reasonable doubt i don't know if y'all fuck with it or not it's on uh, Oh yeah, I've been watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Paramount? <laughs> Pretty dope. Uh, no, it's Hulu. Yeah, on Hulu. It's fine. What's it about? Yeah. What's the, what's what's the plot? It's a lawyer, a big shot lawyer, female lawyer, but it's mad hip hop. Like every scene, they cut mm. to like a hip hop joint. She even called her son a fuck boy. I'm in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> took the huh? <laughs> no, she, but it was so. It, it, oh, no. go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, she said you know, you know the, the 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 motherfucking. <laughs> The one-on-one in the family, you know, don't, don't lock no damn doors in this house. Keep this door open. You don't pay no bills. Nigga lock the door. She took the doorknob off and said, and my man was like, yo, what you doing, man? Said, didn't, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? I ain't raised no fuck boy. You know, I'm locked in. She got, she got my attention. <laughs> nah, I like her because, well, Carrie Washington yeah, is a, a producer on it or a director. Executive producer, executive produced by Kerry Washington. So I do like that. And it's another guy too who's done a lot of stuff. I can't think of his name right now. I'll think of it later. Light skin nigga with the green um, eyes, Jersey. You no. Know. Yeah. Well, no, not him. It's the other guy. It's the light skin guy. He got glasses. He <laughs> why you glasses. why you throw that my way though? <laughs> Paul. Oh, no. <laughs> my brother, my brother, my brother. I'm not better. Michael right? Ealy. Yeah, my man. Michael Ealy. Come on, my G. Oh, that sounded crazy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, man, you might have knew his name because he's like Omar Epps looking up. But yeah, uh... yeah fuck, <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. But I didn't notice that all of them is like it's called reasonable doubt, right? Yeah, but then like doubt. some of the um some of the uh what's his face is like the titles of the shows are like Jay Z's uh right. you know right. Jay Z songs. Right. Like the I album, that's all. That. That's all. My um, my nigga posted like he was like, "Yo," he was like, "Why is this after Jay?" He was like, "Did Jay Z produce this or something?" Because this is all his songs. I was like, I didn't even notice that, but it goes with the show and it's kind of dope. So that's it all. is a lot of hip hop in there. He might, that's he might, he like might have a solid hand in it. But either way, I just he thought might. the I thought the theme of it and the way they do it, you just gotta watch it, Jersey, to understand. You know what I'm saying it is a little like. You know, it's more. It's more like I say on some like it's not as like hip hop suits. No, it's not. It's not as raw as like the the Canons and all the other shows. It's more just language wise. But as far as like the way they go about doing it and incorporating hip hop, shit is dope to me, in my opinion. I wish they bring back Your Honor because that was fire. I did like Your Honor. Your honor was fine. I don't like that with motherfucking lawyer, like just looking at it from a lawyer's yeah, perspective with rap with rap songs every 20 minutes. So basically, he's an angle Y'all want to see Ghost on HBO? What? Ghost on HBO? It was like three seasons, I think. But it's with uh, the Sex in the City lady. Nah. Which one? It's Mad Sex in the City ladies. It's like five, four of them. No one. Who? No one. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. That one. All right. All right. 
got oh, you. Oh yeah, it's a spinoff. It's about her, her, her. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. That was about her boyfriend, right? Boss. That was yeah, uh, husband. husband. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I haven't peeped it yet. That show, that show is hilarious. I fucked fuck with that shirt, shirt, by the way. You said what happened? Fuck with that shirt, beloved. You know that. I don't know. Um, he liked his shirt. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah, I fucked with your shirt. My bad. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I, already. I said good looking. Oh, all right. I stole it. Well, we ain't hear you over here. <laughs> salute, salute, salute. Well, yeah, reasonable doubt, man. Um, Check that. Put that on the put that on the itinerary. It's a good one. Where? Um, you know what, Woos? You're a pretty cool guy because <laughs> that is a really cool show. Nah, I'll be honest, looking for we'll shit. And to be honest, I'll be trying to find some yeah. shit that I ain't got to wait for somebody to watch with. I'm like, yeah, you say you ain't fuck with this. I'm seasoned. I'm on third. Yeah, I'm on season two, goddamn. <laughs> Catch up. Word up. Word like, Yo, up. You know that Word show up. you say is kind of pretty good. I think we should watch it again. I'm on season three, my fuck. Catch up. I ain't waiting. I, I, I ain't going nah. back a whole 22 episodes. I ain't trying to act like I, oh yeah, I remember it. Nah, I ain't about to do that. Word. I'm going to check it out. Reasonable doubt on Hulu. Um, all right, cool. Um, we do have an episode uh, coming out with comedian Marcus Banks. Uh, I believe I mentioned that last week. So be on the lookout for that. That's coming soon. Hilarious interview. Uh, that me and Gert did with him. So, uh, like I said, make sure you subscribe to that YouTube page so you can, you know, be be tapped in um, whenever we do release it and, and post any of our visual clips. Um, and again, make sure that everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. About this back in Chicago Mercy, mercy me, that mercy will I go That's me, the first year that I blow How you say broke in Spanish, me no I blow Me drown sorrow in that Diablo Me found bravery in my bravado DJs need to listen to the models You ain't got no fucking Yeezy in Serato Stupid, but what the hell do I know? I'm just a Chi-Town nigga with a nice flow And my chick in that new Phoebe Philo So much head I woke up in Sleepy Hollow Can we get much higher? Oh, 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 Look like a fat booty Celine Dion Sex is on fire, I'm the king of Leona Lewis Beyond the truest Hey, teacher, teacher, tell me how do you